Welcome to the podcast, Fatherhood, Perspectives on Righteous, Intentional Parenting, where two guys discuss and explore the challenges of parenting. They share their experiences, ideas, and perspectives as they search for ways to be better sons, husbands, and dads. Here are the hosts, Joseph Winkle and Taylor Greenhall. Good afternoon, Taylor. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing great as well. It's a blistering hot day here in St. George, Utah. But I am excited for this podcast because we're doing something a little different. We're having an interview. Do you want to introduce who we're interviewing today? Absolutely. So we have a, a special guest today who happens to be my big brother. His name's David Greenhall. He's uh, coming up on five years of being married to his wife, Crystal. And um, we've talked about this before in our podcast with Jim's daughter. He represents a unique demographic of fatherhood, and that's a, a, a stepfather. And so we wanted to talk to David a little bit today and learn a little bit about his experience. So first of all, David, thank you for taking some time to be on with us today and let us talk to you a little bit. No problem. Well, I'm going to start with the, 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 the most obvious question, I think, and that is, so for those who don't know, my brother David got married and became a stepfather to three teenage boys uh, immediately. And... For me, teenagers is something that people always talk to me about, almost like a threat, you know? They'll say, oh, well, wait till your kids are teenagers. That's when it gets really rough. So, so Dave, you didn't wait. You jumped right in, and you immediately became a father figure to three teenage boys. Can you briefly just tell us? I know there's probably a lot to say, but what was that like for you? Well, <clears throat> before it happened, I, you know, I was pretty adamant about it not happening not not necessarily with her but I, I wasn't really sure I even wanted to get married again you know because I've been divorced before so a little background so out of the three boys the two older ones have the same dad and the younger one has a different dad none of them are really in the picture so I think that made it a lot easier for me mm-hmm. um, because I was not really dealing with them and a dad who didn't like me, uh, you know, or want me in the picture. It was kind of with me and Crystal would talk and, and figure out how we wanted to do things. And, and that's the way it, it went is because it was just me and her and the boys. We weren't trying to, you know, fight the other parent. Um, so I think in that sense, it was kind of a blessing because you know, I think I feel like it made it a lot easier for me to step in. And for the most part, all three of the boys and me got along really well mm-hmm. right from the start. You know, I mean, we, we had our moments and, and stuff like that and stuff we did, we disagreed on and the stuff like that. But for the most part, it was, I don't want to say easy, but not really what I expected yeah. from becoming a stepdad. That's very interesting. I was just thinking as you're mentioning that about you got on really well and um, it seemed almost a little easy. I just had uh, my oldest child just was married my daughter. So I have a, a son-in-law for the first time in my life. And the other day I was saying, well, he's my favorite son because we have no history. None of the <laughs> none of the terrible moments of the years growing up together. So there is something to starting with a clean slate, it sounds like. Yeah. So uh, one thing I was uh, wondering about, uh, just from your comment earlier, is, of course, understandably, you had thoughts, well, I don't even know if I'm going to get married and go through that again. I've had many friends go through divorce, and 
I think most people would feel that after a difficult divorce. And then probably, I imagine, I mean, was there concerns about her having uh, children already? Or was that not even a, a question for you starting out? Well, before I met her, it was. You know, I, I was very adamant about she's she's she and I are each other's third marriage so you know I've already been divorced twice I was very adamant about just being single the rest of my life and 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 thinking of maybe it's a possibility and then throwing on top of that somebody with three kids was like a for sure no to me you know but but we met and that that just changed, you know, like I said, we got along pretty well, uh, from day one, you know, they like doing, um, you know, they all like doing things different, you know, some of, they like doing things that I liked. They enjoyed, you know, going out, we take the boat out all the time. They all enjoyed doing that. So it just kind of turned into, you know, this is doable for me type of thing. And do you, and just uh, not to belabor the point, but was can you identify, was there a moment where something shifted and you thought, oh, yeah, this this is probably going to work? Or was it just a feeling over time where you just kind of thought, oh, you know, that's not an issue anymore for me? Was there any specific moment? Uh, not, not really anything specific. I think generally, like the whole time, it was just kind of like, this is what's going to happen. You know, I just felt like a firm believer of things happening for a reason, whether it be, you know, religious or non-religious stuff or whatever. Um, it, it just always felt like, you know, from the minute I met her, that I was going to be a part of their lives and help her to raise them and to, you know, do what we needed to do. And so it's not like there, there wasn't really a time where I was just like, yep, this, now I know. It was kind of a, you know, I met her, we went out a couple of times and I saw almost every day, you know, even before we were married, I was picking them up from school and it was just kind of, a, you know, this, we're going to make this work and, and, you know, it's something that I want. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate that. So Dave, I want yeah. to ask you a question as we, uh, so Crystal is your wife and I'll say this from the family's perspective. One thing we noticed about her right away that was extremely impressive was how important to her, uh, the family was, you know, getting together as a family, how she was raising her own kids, her relationship with her siblings, her relationship with your siblings and her future in-laws. So Joe and I have talked a lot about uh, on our journey as a, as fathers, how our wives are so important in making us, I guess, the the fathers that we we want to be, and how how much of a struggle it'd be without our wives. Can you elaborate a little bit just how your relationship with Crystal has helped you as a father, as a stepfather, and also how your role as a stepfather to these boys has affected your relationship with Crystal? I think it's made. As far as Crystal and I's relationship, that's probably been the most difficult thing about me being a stepdad is because I have my idea of how I think things should happen and she's got her ideas of how she thinks she thinks should happen. You know, and obviously she's been doing this way longer than I have, so she's probably 
a lot better at it than I am because I see how I was raised and, you know, whether it's right or wrong, you know, or how situations should be handled, uh, that's how I do it. And sometimes I feel like I just jump to a a punishment or a, you know, you shouldn't do that. So this is what's going to happen when it's really not that big of a deal of, of why I'm getting upset or whatever. So, um, and I feel like, you know, I've had to listen to her a lot of, Hey, you know, maybe go about it this way instead of just instantly getting mad or upset, you know, maybe try to see where they're coming from and why they did what they did that, that, that whatever made me upset. Um, I think it's kind of helped me more than anybody mm-hmm. kind of both ways. You know, she's helped me to realize that, you know, maybe things aren't that big of a deal. And then also with mine and her relationship, uh, it's been hard because I've had to like swallow my pride a lot, I think, and, and just say, okay, you probably know best. Let's do it your way. I think it's interesting that, uh, how these women in our lives keep us grounded. I've, you share that story and I, I've shared the same experience with, with Joe and just in our conversations where I've felt maybe a little emotionally charged with my kids or handling certain situations. And, and it is my wife that keeps my feet on the ground. And so I, I know that you're grateful for Crystal, just like I am for my wife, Samira. So, uh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Well, I, I think there's some great advice in there. Uh, for all husbands, swallow your pride and say, let's try this your way. You're probably right. I think uh, if everyone had a happy marriage, every man would just have to say that multiple times a day. And we would probably all uh, get on just great. Excellent. You know, and, and, and just, again, it's it's good probably on the interview because Taylor does know you. Obviously, he's known you his whole life. Um, he, there's probably some things he knows I'm not sure about. So do you have any other children from your prior marriages? I don't. So this is your first time as a, a parent. Is as a parent, yes. I got you. Okay, well, that makes, and, you know, Taylor may have mentioned that to me, but, um, well, that makes a big difference as far as me understanding where you're coming from. Yeah, I yeah. mean, as uh, two couples meet and have children together, the same thing happens. There's two different ways of doing things, but over a, t- a decade of, figuring out the kid and both of you learning each other's style, you probably develop a way to handle things. You are doing that cold and, uh, you know, well, this is the way I would think to handle it. And then she would think, well, this is my experience. And she has the, she knows the kids well enough to probably understand a good way. So that's, uh, oh, that's great. That's great. You guys have found something that's working. And you sound like a really smart husband. <laughs> I'm going to take a note from you on that one. Well, Dave, let me just ask you this. And this, do you have any more questions? Yes. Okay. So, so this will probably be there. We'll wrap up with this question, David. What, what would you say is in your situation six years ago, you know, maybe a, uh, approaching this step of becoming a step parent? I know in talking to you that it's been extremely difficult. It's been extremely scary. What would be, if you could say one thing to someone who's maybe struggling with that role or anticipating that role, what what would that one thing be? Probably, and I I don't know if this is going to be the right word to use, but just don't be scared. Like, I never thought I could do it. And I feel like they're turning out pretty good. 
you know, my, our, our second just graduated from high school. The oldest has moved out and is moved, living in a rental house. And I, I never thought personally that I could do it, but I feel like Crystal and I have done a pretty good job at raising him right, mm-hmm. teaching him, teaching him good values and what, you know, what they should do in life and how they should treat people. And when I, when I came into their lives, they were, 12 11 and five years old and now they're you know 19 18 and 12 and i feel like they're all doing good things in their life and so i guess if i could give a piece of advice as if you know like i said i was i was very adamant about not doing it and something just kept me around and you know i was scared there was a lot of times i'd not know what i'm doing but you know, if, if I guess if if you're in that situation or starting that situation, to just do your best. And like I said, if if it's the step parents that's going into it, talk to the person that's done it longer. You know, because that, that's probably the one thing that helped us the most get through all this. Crystal had done it her whole life. Yeah. Like she, she's been, she's raised the boys their whole life, and now she's raising her boys and trying to teach me how to do it. Don't be terrified of it because it's, you know, doable and mm. and possible to raise stepkids and and have them turn out okay, you know. Well, you sound like a good student. You've uh, you've learned good lessons from your <laughs> wife. And uh, I, I'll tell you, I really appreciate that thought of just don't be afraid. It's surprising to me. I just turned 50 years old. I have now nieces and nephews that are getting married and having children. And one trend I've seen within our own family where all my siblings have families and kids and and now I'm seeing in these young men is a fear of parenting, a fear of providing, a fear of raising and teaching, kind of what we're talking about here, and and, uh, protecting or making mistakes. And I see how that fear is pushing them away from fatherhood. And, and I hear many young men these days saying, oh, I'll, no, I, I'm not going to have a family. I'm not going to have kids. And, and I think it is fear that stems those uh, ideas. So I think that's great advice. Don't be afraid. Yeah, and, and if I can say something else, you know, it, it, I'm not going to say it's been easy. You know, it's it's not been just to walk in the park. It's been probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, you know, and I've gone through some things that most people don't want to deal with. And, and, but it's also been the most rewarding thing for me, I think, um, to see him, you know, my oldest talking about, you know, his full-time job and he's living on his own and, and, and Dylan, the middle one had just graduated high school. And then, you know, Keaton made a comp soccer team and he's super excited about that. So it's not easy. It's really not, but it's it's very very rewarding, at least for me, um, in the fact that they're going in the right direction. I guess you could say. Well, uh, and so again, sounds like with only five years of being a parent behind you, you've learned what it has taken me over twenty years to learn. <laughs> that is, <laughs> I mean, if someone's asked me about parenting and they were to say. You know, what do you think? I would have said exactly that. I would say it's the hardest thing you'll ever do, but yeah. it is definitely worth the, the battle. And, and there's there's joys that come in parent that come from being a parent. 
that cannot come through any other way. And yeah. uh, I'm so grateful for those lessons, though they have come at a steep price and some difficulty. But that seems to be the way of life. The harder something is, often the reward is greater. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, David, I'll say this. Um, from, from a family's perspective, it's been fun for us to watch you. Uh, I will say, before you met Crystal, you had fully embraced this role of the cool uncle you were thriving in it and still to this day I'll take my boys fishing or camping and they'll say is Uncle Dave going to come? Why isn't Uncle Dave coming? And I'm like I know how to catch fish too so you can we'll be fine don't worry about it but uh, but to see you take the step from like you said this thought of well maybe I'll never get married again definitely won't have children to step into this role as a, as a father figure to these boys has been fun to to see the change that has taken place in your life, just like Joe said, simply because there is there's these there are these three boys that you're that you're caring about, and you're like you said, you've told me in conversations that we've had that it's been a challenge, and I don't think that you think you're a perfect parent. I don't think I am either, but we've seen you and Crystal do your best with those boys, and it's been fun to watch them. And I will say they are some of the most respectful teenagers I've ever met in my life, and it's it's. Uh, I'm sure that has a lot to do with the way that you guys have raised them. So thank you very much. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, thanks, David. Yeah, no problem. Well, Taylor, that was a great idea to have your brother, David. We sure appreciate him and his candor. It's not easy for us to open up about our lives. Imagine someone who's just got invited to open up about theirs yeah. and five years into it. But it sounds like, you know, sounds like parenthood. Sounds like uh, some struggles some victories, and overall, uh, a great blessing and opportunity to be a father. It's just a great opportunity to be a father. Yeah, and I think the thing that resonates with me, with my brother, when he talks about his experience with those boys is, um, and, and you know, I, you and I have talked about this, he's, you know, it's a struggle. Being a, being a parent is a struggle, and kind of the thing that I fall back on, and I see this with my brother too, is I may, I may not be perfect, but I try to be as consistently in my kid's life as I possibly can, if that makes sense. You know, maybe I don't say the right things all the time or do the right things, but I always want my kids to know that I'm there. And I think that's what's made a huge difference for my brother's three stepsons is that my brother is a consistent person. Family is something that's always been really important to him. And when he took on that role as the stepfather, it just kind of magnified. So it was fun to see him put on the hat of a father figure and see what consistency in those boys lives did for them yeah well it certainly suits him um i was thinking about this just the other day actually about uh, someone talking about their father and uh, they had had a rough go with their dad growing up and uh, obviously a lot of um, things that they wish were different but as they were sharing those things i thought to myself you know i've met a number of of young men who didn't have fathers or had lost their fathers, or through divorce, they didn't see their fathers anymore. And I thought about the, kind of that's consistency word you're using, mm -hmm. that there is a stability that comes of having a father figure in your life. And broad spectrum of dads, there's those ideal dads out there, and then there's those dads you wouldn't wish on anybody. <laughs> but, uh, but there still seems to be a confidence that comes to a young man who's had a father 
figure in their life. And I, I do think that can be an uncle. It can be a family friend. It, uh, I've seen it be a grandfather in our family. And I think that that's the, the point. Fatherhood is important. It's something designed by God, uh, the role of a mother, the role of a father. And it's not about whose job makes the most money or who disciplines. It's not about who's the teacher and, and who's the, uh, you know, the one that lets, lets things slide. Um, the couples find their way through that. It's simply about both roles being present. And I think that any child that grew up without having a father would have taken someone who didn't think they were doing a very good job to the alternative of not having a father figure at all. So it's great, great for someone like David to show that example. And I think those are the words when it comes to parenting. Just don't be afraid. Do your best. Turn to God in the struggles and and in the good times, hopefully. And then, uh, and see the results certainly will be better than, than not. Yeah, and I'm grateful that you said that because when when my brother said that in the interview and Dave said that in the interview about don't be scared, I just thought, well, man, this is fatherhood. This is the most important thing to us that we've talked about. Why It seems like the natural inclination is to have a little bit of fear, but that's, like we've said, like you've said so many times, that's, that's whatever you want to call it, the adversary or the forces of nature trying to keep you from, from doing your best as a father and something that I'm going to definitely take to heart because, yeah, I've, I've been through some scary things as a father. My brother has too. The, he's had some experiences with those boys that I just think, man, I better brace myself for those kind of experiences when those, my boys are teenagers. Yeah. And yet, you know, you get through to the other side and you look back and you say, okay, that was just a, something that helped me learn a little bit about myself as a person and as a father and as a husband. And so, yeah, I think it is powerful it's it's hard to do don't be scared about being a father but it is i think i think it's a worthy aspiration because it is fatherhood is the most rewarding thing in my life and i think if we just do our best then we have some really powerful experiences waiting for us so absolutely well we appreciate uh david coming on with us today we appreciate everyone who listened we hope you found some peace, meaning, or insights about uh, parenting and fatherhood, invite you to subscribe and to share uh, if you think something you've learned would be of value to other. Hope you have a good day, and uh, thanks for your time. We are so glad you could join in on the podcast, Fatherhood, Perspectives on Righteous, Intentional Parenting. You can find us on all the best podcast sites. Please subscribe and share. And be a part of the conversation by sharing your ideas, posing questions, and making suggestions. Drop us a line at fatherhoodperspectives at gmail.com. That's one word, fatherhoodperspectives at gmail.com. This segment was recorded and engineered by Jim Fugate. The music for this podcast was provided by thepodcasthost.com and Alitu, the podcast maker. Find your own free music over at thepodcasthost.com slash free music.